0: Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Corey Palm with head coach Tony Ersland. Tara Lipset, uh, fellas, I can't help but notice your backgrounds are a little different today. This is not our normal setup. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're filming on location.
1: Yeah, bright, bright and early. Uh, head of the Cliff Keen uh, invite here in Las Vegas. So uh, let's get this day started right.
2: I mean, I don't. I'm I'm hanging out in Las Vegas' biggest sports book, which will make Jacqueline cringe like nobody's business. But it's also the quietest place in the casino, so I figured it was a great spot to record. I dig it. I dig it.
0: Uh, I, I love how you know Tony's going for the big sky, you know, western western vistas, and Tanner's going for the casino. We just we're getting it all covered here. We're uh, saying something about uh, the, the character of this show. I'm down in the <laughs> room in arena. I, uh, I, they, they haven't taken the chain off my desk yet, so, you know, I can't get away. Uh, but I'd love to be I'm, – I'm there with you guys in spirit. Um, yeah, big, big weekend ahead with the Cliff Keen. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. We actually haven't talked since um, your home duels. The, the holiday kind of messed with our schedule last week um haven't talked since the home duels here uh we'll start there tony uh what did you like about uh, your guys they, they kind of seemed to come out and overall took care of business in the Boilermaker duels this year
1: no doubt always nice to get two wins on the day right uh had two dual opportunities had two wins so that that was nice to get a couple good wins but the other uh, positive we wrestled a lot of different people i mean if you look at the first duel versus the second we had a lot of different people get opportunities to wrestle, and they—they and they all got their hand raised. You know what I mean? Like you know, in that first duel, we—we—we uh, we, we shut out uh, Indianapolis, U-Indy, Um and so had ten wins. And so, to wrestle a, a vastly different lineup for us and give them opportunities and see them make the most of it, great. And then again, uh, to wrestle Northern Illinois on the back end and, and come out strong um, was good. Like I said, just it's just what you want. You want to keep building on the season. And that was, that was great to see the guys make the most of their opportunity.
2: Coach, you said, I mean, you, you already spoke to this, but I think it's worth mentioning and kind of opening up again, like you saw over half the over half the roster at the Boilermaker Duels you were able to get you were able to get some guys some uh some opportunities and some matches and like you said um you know watching those especially these guys being a lot of younger guys watching them go out there take care of business whether they went out and got a first period pin whether they had to go to overtime um they all went out and showed a little something different and uh and you know build build some of that confidence going forward as we you know as, as we compete this weekend in a an incredibly tough field
1: for sure i mean and if you go specifically right i mean ashton jackson coming out at 25 against UND true freshman you know anticipated a red shirt but because i'm sure we'll talk about matt wrestling in the all-star meet that following tuesday we had matt out to get him ready for that so ashton again you know started off with you know his first dual win of his career Um, That was, it was just great to see. You know what I mean? Um, You know, Christian White getting in there, getting an overtime win, um, having to claw back, kind of being behind a good part of that match, but coming back through and and getting a win was great. So, um, again, just stuff like that. Orlando Cruz was a guy. Um, who really stepped in right all day? You know, uh, uh, yep. wasn't able to go at 74, and so Orlando actually stepped in all day and was two and zero, and had a really exciting win. You know, in the NIU duel, having a takedown at the very end of the match, you know, to to seal the win. So, yeah, I mean, to watch those young guys, many of whom will probably redshirt, again, get out there, make the most of their opportunities was was a big deal. It's going to help them in their future, and then it gives us flexibility like said, when we're talking about. Creating a situation for Matt where we didn't want to send him out to have a guy go out and do the job for us was awesome. You need those guys to be dependable for you when called
2: upon, and they certainly were. Um, another, you know, another young guy that, that had a nice, uh, nice couple matches in there. You, um, or actually, only one match, pardon me. Uh, Grayson Clark with another nice win at 141 pounds um, continues to build that that resume as a as a true freshman. Yeah,
1: he's uh, he, he's off to a strong start. I mean, it's just no surprise. I've mentioned this before, though. But if you look at, you know, Grayson and Joey, you know, a couple of young guys in our man, they wrestle hard and they wrestle through everything. So even though they make a mistake here, or there, I mean, they're not sitting around thinking about it. They're wrestling through the next position, and and they and they train hard so they're in shape and they hold up. So that makes them dangerous guys and somebody who's never going to be out. So yeah, there's some mistakes. Like I said, I, I gotta highlight that it's young, young guys, but they are wrestling hard through those positions, and that's certainly Grayson. And so, really, uh, yeah, just put him in good position early, early on in this season.
2: Another, uh, another fun note from uh, the duel. Both of our dual wins, so I should say, both of our Division One dual wins. When you count the one at uh, Journeyman and then um, the one over Northern Illinois, uh, Ben Vanadia was the guy that, that put it away uh both times uh nice to see a guy on the upper end that uh you know taking care of business and, and sealing that up for the team
1: yeah i thought he's looked he's looked better he got off you know at clarion he didn't get the start that he wanted per se but he's been trending hard um in the right direction you know you can see him making some some adjustments and in, in like his setup routine and some things that we talk about and and you can see that he's really making gains there so yeah uh, nice and glad that you brought him up because he's trending hard in, in a very positive direction, which is all you want to see, right? Like wherever you start off on week one, you just want to get better. It's about getting better until you get to March and you're doing your best wrestling. So, uh, he's definitely a guy again, trending in the, in the right direction.
2: Corey, as we, uh, as we're in the Thanksgiving season, um, after the Boilermaker duels, we, we got a nice, uh, we got to stretch the holiday out to Tuesday um, with some, uh, with some cool stuff to be thankful for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, you guys, you guys, uh, it took a small contingent to the all-star, uh, NWCA all-star classic with, uh, I assume that's what you're referring to. Uh, I think you yeah, guessed her lots, lots to be thankful for. Uh, thanks, you know, in large part to the performance of the aforementioned Matt Ramos who who goes out, to Pennsylvania and, and uh, takes care of business, uh, kind of makes a, a big statement on a national stage, and and I don't want to overstate things here, but the way the season sort of started from that, uh, it felt like he needed to make that statement, and, and boy, did he deliver.
1: Yeah, I think Matt Matt always um, has a sense sense for the moment, you know, I guess if you will, you know, and, and you know you're always gonna get the best out of him in those moments, which I trust that being around him for a couple of years, you know you're gonna get the best in those kinds of situations <clears throat> and and again, like you said, he didn't disappoint. You know, it was a packed house there at Rec Hall, <coughs> you know, a lot of high end wrestling on the night period. But but Matt delivered a very solid performance, you know, um, very workmanlike. You know, got the early kick, did a nice job controlling positions from there out. Um, You know, even had to scramble hard, that that scramble. I know a lot of people, uh, there were no points scored, but it was a lot of fun and high-level wrestling there at the end of the second period, um, where, you know, I think Matt really took a lot out of Noto after that scramble and allowed him to kind of shut the match out in in the third period from there when Noto had to really kind of go for something late and and gave us points. So the the only thing I would nitpick, uh, the coach and me, just wants Matt to uh, continue to try to put up a few more points on the board, especially starting out that third period and we're in the neutral position come out put yourself back on top again and start to widen the gap you know more you know that's the, the coach of me wants to see him do that but but very solid uh, performance and um, in, 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 like I said in a great environment.
2: To add a little historical context for uh, for the nerds out there, um, Matt was our fourth wrestler ever to go to the uh, NWCI all-star classic and he picks up the first win in school history for Purdue at the event. Um, a 10 de- 2 major decision over previously number one rank Anthony Noto of Lock Haven. Um, Noto finished fourth at the national championships last year, had a very exciting match with Spencer Lee turned him, I believe from top, um, before, uh, Maddie got his hands on him in the semifinals. But, uh, now, while this match, Coach, doesn't count on paper, it's technically an exhibition match, right? How how important is having the Boilermakers represented there, number one? Number two, picking up that win for the sake of perception, if nothing else?
1: Yeah, no, it, it matters to the athletes. You saw everybody who competed, Matt included, how hard they fought and and how they conducted themselves so i think it matters you know anytime you put your foot on the line especially against elite competition boy you want to do well and and so it's important for those guys and again for matt you know um to build momentum you know what i mean and to kind of get himself off on the track that he expects himself you know expects for himself this year i thought was a really big deal man and and, um, you know, you, you might see that guy down the road again, right, in a key moment. So it's never wasted to be out there um, and competing and get a feel for those guys. Cause especially if you're going to see him, you know, for the national championship, you want to know how you want to approach it. So I thought it was great. It served a lot of purposes. We, we may not see Noto again, right? I mean, he's not in our league, and I don't know if he's going to be anywhere we're going to compete. So that was valuable. And then, right, gathering momentum, I think, um, is, is huge for, for any athlete.
0: I do want to jump in, Tanner. I, I know you're you're absolutely right. It doesn't count if you look at the win loss records of of every man that competed that day. They they don't count, but it did it did matter when it comes to the rankings. Uh, yeah. Because uh, uh, Matty jumped back over Noto, even though Noto's technically undefeated and, and Matt's seven and one on the season, so um, it, it doesn't officially count. But you can't. Uh, it that doesn't mean it didn't happen, and it's a very peculiar thing uh, of, of sports in general. This is not the only sport that that, that type of thing takes place, but uh, but it, it did have some effect for whatever value those rankings hold, you know, in November, December.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt. Like I said, it, it's not wasted. I mean, certainly you want to get through it healthy, like preserving your health is is, is the first priority. But, man, it, it helps you in so many other ways. And, and to get a feel and to compete at a high level against somebody you're going to see uh, in a meaningful moment down the road. I mean, it's 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 fun, and it's, it's another building block for the the program too. I mean, right? Like there's there's little milestones that that you want for your program, and this is another one for us, right? I mean, we we desire all Americans and national championships, and 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 high team finishes and those things. Um, but also, man, these things I think just signify uh, you know another you know growth in the program, another milestone of of where we're trying to go. And and again, that that's important for us.
2: Um, Maddie back up to number two in the country via intermat, number three in the country via flow, um, you know, staying on the channel of Matt Ramos for a second. And and I think this doesn't just speak to Matt. It speaks to a lot of our team. Um, if you go through the national rankings right now, you see that, you know, Maddie, what did you say? Seven and one Corey? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got easily the most matches of anybody in the top 10. Um, and you go through all the weights and you have, you know, you, you look, here we are. We're, you know, o- almost a month into the season and you've got several guys who haven't competed yet. You've got other guys that have competed, you know, once, twice, maybe three times. Um, Maddie's really letting it fly. He, you know, we're, he's, not, he's putting his toe on the line against, you know, all comers. Um, he, uh, he's not necessarily wrestling to protect anything. You know he's uh he's out there just trying to build as 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 big and large and outstanding a resume as, as he can.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's hugely important. I mean that's and then that goes to growth, right? Now I'm gonna I'll talk about that. I go off the rails a bit, but like you know when Matt you did off what the he,
2: rails on the podcast?
1: Yeah, crazy, um, but but truly like when you do some things and Matt didn't win the national title last year, but he had a, a significant win, you know, and made the national finals. And then all summer, you're talking about that win with people, right? I mean, all kinds of people want to document it. There's interviews, there's video, there's different things that come with that. And then as a coach, all you really want to do is get that guy back hooked on to let's get better. You know, let's, let's, you know, advance, you know, let's, and not get stuck on the past, you know, and when people are constantly asking you about the past, right? You, as a coach, you just want to move on. And so I think this is important for Matt moving on, not protecting anything, you know. Yeah, you, you're not going to have this season now. You are already lost. You know, that's behind you. So let's let's worry about protecting something you know that you don't have and let's just focus on getting better. And so really anything that serves that purpose for me as a coach with him, I think is, is I'm all for it and that's where the all star match you know, does that for us? It does that for Matt. Like we're just moving forward. we it's the next thing, and we're getting better, and we're we're gonna figure it out so that when we get to March, we're ready, and and, and we're not protecting something or just trying to get through and just win, you know. But hope we get there and have the one seed. Now we're getting better and we're wrestling, and and uh, hey, we're gonna be ready when it's time to be ready. And that's as a coach where I kind of want to see Matt always moving.
0: Right, that that brings up. Sorry, T. I want to jump in here. That brings up. No, all means. And it's probably a question for Matt, but he's not hes not on the podcast right now. So I'm going to ask you, Tony. You want me to um, go wake him up? N- no, he needs to sleep. He, <laughs> okay, to sleep. just checking. I know, I know his game. Um, what you just said is, is, you know, it's a wonderful approach to, to sports, uh, but it requires a lot of trust. It requires so much trust in the student athlete to put in the coach, the staff, hey, we've got the big picture handled. You do the thing in front of you. We'll yeah. take care of everything else. Uh, to have that level of trust from it, and trust is a two-way street, but to, to receive that kind of trust from, from student-athletes, how important is that?
1: No, it's because it's tricky, right? I mean, it's tricky. It, you, you can't assume anything um, with, with kids, right? And it can be damaged so quickly too, right? I mean, so it requires consistency in your actions and and and, and follow-through. I mean, it, it requires a lot. Day in and day out, and that's why it's so hard to build, and that's why once you get it, man, protect it, right? Um, Now, fortunately for a guy like Matt, he has a real um, – he desires that relationship with coaches. I mean, that's something that he is just looking for. That's something that he really desires and wants and needs, Right. So he works just as hard at cultivating that, too. I mean, you think about some young people don't think about it hardly at all. You know, they come and they go and, and they do their thing. But that relationship doesn't get built maybe in the way that you would want all the time. But Matt makes it a lot easier because of how he is. He wants that relationship. Man, he he very grateful kid. Like you coach him up and he's telling you thankful all the time. You know what I mean? So that just goes to who he is. And I think, you know, that's why he's a great leader and example for this team, too, because other guys should see about a guy who's accomplished a few things, right? In his, in his career, he's won a bunch of state titles. He's won a world championship. You know, uh, You know, he, he had this tremendous win um, that, that kind of got brought him some notoriety. Uh, but he's still, hey, you know, still grateful for what he's doing and excited about it when you're coaching and working with him. He, he, he values that relationship that you just spoke about, Corey. And I think that's that's a, a piece that really does make him maybe a little bit more different than other guys.
2: Yeah, he's a pretty special kid. I think uh, when people ask about him, the, the the statement that I always come up with is he's a better kid than he is wrestler. And, and that's saying something because he's, he's a pretty good wrestler. Yeah. So, um, and at,
1: hey, you want that relationship with all of your guys, though, Corey, right? That's something we do at Purdue. Yeah. I mean, we, we talk about it a lot. Um, and we value it too. So uh, that's something that, that we will always keep working with all of our student athletes. You know, I, I almost just say it now. I hope some of our guys are listening because they'll understand, you know, Hey, value that as well. You know, make that effort like Matt does. Um, and cause you, as you said, it's a two way street.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we kind of teased this a little bit. Um, and you talk about being ready and you talk about preparation coach. Um, we are ready and prepared for a really impressive field out here in Las Vegas this weekend.
1: Yeah, very, very tough, very deep. I mean, and, and it's always that way, but maybe even more so this year when you talk about um, over half the ranked wrestlers are going to be in this field here. So it's, man, it's it's tough. And, and the thing that what I was laughing about last night um, is, you know, obviously um, Parker Filius finishes, you know, uh, as an all-american last year has has a great tournament and he was wrestling for seventh and eighth out here and he wrestled d'amelio who was his placing match at nationals
0: yep right
1: so <laughs> far wrestling for seventh and eighth no less out here um but it's the same guy you're gonna see for all american honors at the ncaa championships you know uh three four months down the road and so that's just how deep it is and the quality of wrestling that's out here but again like you, you know it's another step in preparation for where we need to go and these guys need to see what it is and, and, and where we can be better, you know, coming out of this tournament.
2: Uh, Matt Ramos, uh, the number one seed, 125 pounds. Um, You know, we talked about load management. There were some other guys that were uh, their teams are here, but they are not. So uh, he he's up at the one he's gonna, he's gonna get to see some action there. A couple other ranked guys of note, um, Joey Blaze at 157 pounds picked up a seed. I believe he's the nine seed. Um, Brody Bowman with a seed at 174 pounds. And Stony Buell with a seed at 165. Um, nice to see some of the young guys getting a little bit of recognition there, Coach.
1: No, absolutely. Um, and then that, sh- that should continue to happen, right, as we face good competition. And we feel very good about those guys all, incidentally, right, appearing in rank. <clears throat> Uh, other places as well. So yeah, it's it's nice to see some of the other young talents, you know starting to kind of make their mark and move up and you want to see that continue make the most of these opportunities because that's the wonderful thing about this tournament man is so many opportunities everywhere to see good people and get your hand raised. So uh, that's again, they've put themselves in, in a good position, but now hey, let's make the most of this position we're in.
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, resumes are uh, resumes are definitely made out here in the desert. And um it's gonna be great to see all of our you know, our young kids have that opportunity. Um, you know, speaking of the young kids, uh had to leave Grayson Clark at home. Uh true freshman Cole Solome is gonna get his uh or Salome, did I I man, I'm never gonna get that right, Cole. I'm sorry, buddy. Um Lome? I'll figure it out. If you say so, I, there's no, there's no way I'm trusting you on a name. Let's, let's put that first and foremost. There is a 0% chance that I'm going with your pronunciation. Um, but uh, Cole, regardless, will get his, uh, say that again.
1: I said that hurts, man. Even at seven in the morning from Las Vegas, that hurts.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but you know, it's true. Facts aren't insults, man.
1: Okay. Okay. I get it. All right. Keep going. Go, All right. Go point, man.
2: um you know uh I guess you know tell us a little bit about why Grayson had to stay behind and 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 Cole getting his first big opportunity here
1: yeah um well you know obviously Grayson um the day before or two days out from flying wasn't feeling as good thought he was gonna bounce actually uh, told uh you know, told me on Tuesday. No, I'm starting to bounce, Coach. I'm feeling better. I'm going to be ready to go. You know, showed up yesterday in the room. Um, you know, get a drill and a workout in before we head for the airport. And just you could tell he wasn't himself. He wasn't feeling good. And uh, and so we had to make a decision that you know he wasn't going to be ready. And we had to give somebody else an opportunity. And so we you know we just decided you know through a lot of factors that that Cole is a guy who hasn't wrestled as much yet and we have events planned for other guys on the roster that this would be a good opportunity for him. So on short notice, we're getting him a plane ticket and then he's out here with us and he's going to get a great opportunity to kind of let it fly and 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 see where he's at, you know, get a sense of what what really good wrestling looks like. So, yeah, excited for Cole, disappointed for Grayson, but you know, Grayson did everything he was supposed to do. He got ready to wrestle. You know I mean you know from from this standpoint this is what I talked to him about yesterday because you know how disappointed he was you know he did everything he was supposed to do he wasn't feeling great but he still got ready to wrestle that's what wrestlers do you get ready to compete you get ready to wrestle and then as coaches we got to make decisions and I just didn't feel like it served him best to go compete you know uh, you know in this field right now with the way he looks so again you know he, hes he's at home getting feeling better and He'll have more opportunities down the road, and we're excited for Cole and, and what he has this weekend.
2: Um, how much does it speak to Cole and the fact that you know you call on him the day before and his weights in a place where he's ready and he's he's like, put me in, coach. Well, I'm ready.
1: Yeah, that, and that's what's awesome, right? Again, he was ready for the opportunity. You know, some people, you know, um, when you're not the guy, right? Like we're into the season now, three weeks. And the lineup's a little bit solidified right now. Who's been getting, you know, most of the matches staying ready as a backup in wrestling, man, that requires a lot of discipline. Because as you said, you've got to keep your weight in range. You, there's no guarantee you're going to compete. But should that opportunity come, you've got to be within range of your weight with your weight class. And, and he was. So that's awesome to see a young guy, uh, again, who's more likely to redshirt than not, you know, so things happen. But that's the plan he's kind of on now you know he, he had his weight ready he, and he's here and he's he's going to make the most of it so he's he's learning quickly for a young guy what habits that you got to you got to build so you can make the most of these opportunities and that's where you're you're excited for Cole
2: um anybody else coach just off the top of your head that you're extra excited to compete see compete this weekend out here in uh in Vegas
1: no, man, it's it's a, it's all of them, right? It's it's ten guys, you know. It's ten guys, and I'm excited to watch all of them again. It, it's a very tough field, but you say that with excitement, man. Like I'm telling you, there's there going to be a lot of big matches and a lot of opportunities. So I'm excited for all ten. You know, sometimes you go into a duel and you know um, you're heavily favored at these weights, and you know you're not favored at the others, right? And then, but man, here you're going to see a lot. And so again, I'm excited for all ten and we're gonna watch all ten real
2: close. Corey, cool. you got anything else on Vegas? Yeah, I just
0: like just to reiterate to put more weight behind the, the statements, just looking through the teams. I'm going through, you know, the top the top ten or twelve expected finishes here. And as you said, Tony, not everybody's gonna bring everybody. So that's that's understandable. But it's Nebraska, Michigan, NC State, Iowa State, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Cornell, Oregon State, Northern Iowa, Arizona State, South Dakota State, Virginia Tech, North Carolina. Like we are down in the you know, Navy, Maryland, Purdue Air Force. Campbell's gonna have some guys. Stanford's gonna be there. I mean, it is yep. you can't a lot of these weight classes you can't help but face
1: ranked guys
2: yep. real fast. At
1: where you're at. Yeah. Dude, there, there's going to be all Americans at this tournament that don't place probably. You know what yep. I mean, like the, I was laughing, like you think of Parker, he's in the seventh and eighth place match. Um, and that's who we saw at NCAAs. That's how deep this is. And, yep. and even more, more so this year. So again, um, just excited to watch uh, these guys compete and understand there's a big challenge here. But man, like anytime, it's a challenge. It's an opportunity. and That's how you gotta look at it, and you gotta you gotta go out there and let it fly, man.
0: One thing we were talking about too uh, uh, before before we started recording, while we were waiting for Tanda to, to finish his granola bar, um, is is you know the logistical side of this. Yeah, we're coming from the Eastern Time Zone. We're we're getting to Vegas, so you have to you know adjust your travel accordingly because these guys' sleep schedules, which you you preach to them, guys go to bed, get your rest. It's it's one of the most important things you do. Um, their bodies have to adjust to to a three-hour time change for you know half a week. Uh, what are some of the things that you do to to try and help them adjust?
1: Uh, you know, coming out a couple days ahead, right? Is the first so we're out here on a Wednesday. We don't compete uh until uh you know a friday um you get in a little bit i don't want to say it wasn't late but we got into our hotel at 9 15 that's you know at night our time so guys are ready to hit the hit the rack you know what i mean so you, you start getting them on that schedule as soon as you can we're going to get them up here shortly you know we're doing this obviously very early in the morning but the guys we're going out for breakfast here at 8 30 and then you just get them on a regular practice schedule team workout at four You know, be a team meeting tonight, and then again hit the rack so that we're up tomorrow morning, um, heading over at 6:45. So it's just trying to get that routine established and adjusted as quick as you can. So um, you know, nothing much changes except for that first day. You try to keep them up maybe a little longer, so you're not going to bed super early and then waking up this morning super early. You know, so that that's just trying to you know get the routine established days out going into competition. (laughs)
2: Yeah, we'll get over to uh, Gold Rush Wrestling Academy here this afternoon for our workout. Go see our good friend Chase Pammy. He takes great care of us out here. Um, you know, we've we've been working out at his spot, you know, every time we come out here for the last, what, three or four years, Tony?
1: Yeah, yeah. He always always treats us well. He's got a nice, a nice club, um, you know, kind of a, a more quiet space. So we're not over at the venue yet. It's just we can get away and then focus on our business.
2: Get a little heat as well. That's right. There you go.
1: Get a little sweat in.
2: yeah get a little sweat in. So, Corey, man, I mean, there's a million things we could talk about in Vegas, but I think uh, I think we're we're locked and loaded here for the for the weekend.
0: I love it. I love it. Uh, what time, what time uh, does the the first start flying tomorrow and 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 how can people watch from
2: afar? Nine am. Pacific time. so noon, Eastern time. Um, everything is on Flow Wrestling. Uh, the tournament brackets and everything will be up at uh, Flow Arena. Um, our main man, William Sule, will be have, have the fingers flying on the, on the Twitter keyboard and, and making sure people have updates and, and know what's going on in different matches. But, um, yeah, it should be a great tournament. We, you know, we'll have a nice group of parents out here to, to support their kids and fans and whatnot. There's always some, some random people that we see. Uh, our good friend Mike Houts pops his head in. You know, almost every year at one point when we're out here. So, uh, yeah, should be a lot, of, a lot, a lot of really, really great wrestling
0: this weekend. Awesome! Can't can't wait to see it. Can't wait to uh, see the performance. And I uh, know you guys got them, got them ready to go. So, uh, good luck! And uh, we will leave it there for this week. We'll be back next week to talk about exactly what happened and uh, look ahead here on the Always Aggressive Podcast. Boiler up.